Time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Monday, which means uh, my breath still smells like tequila. That's right. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark and Let's Love Brandon at the helm driving us in. Oh, my God. Who is that? Chris Cruz is back from from Masada, from the Gaza Strip. Dude, we got to talk living under about, the Iron Dome. We got to talk about the Palestinians, man. <laughs> like, they kept waking me up to pray. I'm like, yeah. bro, I got you. Did you did you ever pray? You didn't unroll your mat, face oh, no. Mecca, nothing. Mm-mm. No, they thought I was a a, a mat roller because yeah. of my beard. Well, I see I was, you there. Yeah, I was like, nah, bro, I'm Christian. <laughs> Get away. Go. You you're one of those weird Puerto Rican Muslims. Yeah, I like that. Uh, well, welcome back. I'm glad you're back. They are driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity on this Monday. It's going to be a good week here at the Chad Brather Show, and uh, I got to give a shout out to the folks in Paul Huska, Oklahoma. I've never been to Paul Huska. Uh, and apparently it's a popular place because that Pioneer Woman show, which I didn't know was a thing. I've never heard of it. That's a big deal. And those of you, you're going to send me messages and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't know about all of this stuff. I've been to small town Oklahoma, and let's just say it's small town Oklahoma. This place was gorgeous. And Is we did a show there, sold out. The Constantine Theater had, I don't know, 500 people at this thing. It was fantastic. Saturday night, had a good, good time. And uh, we're going to be in Fredericksburg, Texas this Friday night. That's going to be a sold out show. There's some, I think there's like 50 tickets left on that deal. So watch chad.com where all the fun stuff is. Go get them. Go check it out. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, in the hot seat, my buddy Don Amon is here. You have heard me talk about Minutemen Coffee for a long time now. And uh, he's been a great sponsor of the show and a friend. Don Amon, welcome to the show. How are you, my brother? The man, the myth, the legend right there sitting next to me. <laughs> keep telling yourself that brother i appreciate that thank you yeah minutemen coffee now those of you who have heard us talk about it on the show you know that they are uh they're freedom loving patriotic constitutionally based just 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 believers in the american dream and patriotism i mean you send out a copy of the constitution with every order of your coffee every single order brother how'd you get into the coffee business you know, it was more of a prepper skill. Um, yeah. Just stored a bunch of green coffee when one of the one year, a couple years, three, four, or five years ago, actually, and uh, started roasting it and was sharing it with some friends and family. And my wife was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, everybody's like, "Why aren't you selling this? This is fantastic." Yeah. And so, yeah, we. It's been a dude. It's been an amazing run. Well, absolutely amazing. You know, I love coffee. I'm yep. not a caffeine junkie, but I but I'm gonna have a cup of coffee every morning. It's right. gonna be black, and it's gonna it's gonna have the it's gonna be leaded, right? It's right. gonna be good stuff. And I started looking for some uh, coffee al- alternatives because it seems like everybody's kind of has their coffee brand out there. And of course, we know the big name guys that sure. are out there that everybody kind of gravitates to and thinks, oh, those are. And I said, you know, who else is out there that's doing it, doing it right, and has the same value? Because I'm a parallel economy guy. Right. I believe in supporting small businesses, but particularly people who have the same values as me, right? And Absolutely. when I discovered Minutemen, I was like, okay, these are the guys. <laughs> and you, and I, was, we were, I was sitting there at my place the other day, and I was out of coffee cups, the little, the the little K-cups. Yeah, the pods. The pods. And so I was getting low, and I said, well, I need to order some. And I ordered it. And uh, I was reading to someone, I was reading off the list of all the names of the coffee and the roasts and stuff. And they were like, my God, that's genius. Uh, I, I mean, like, you've got Trader Joe. Well, let me look at the, right. the packaging on that thing. I mean, who doesn't want to drink some Trader Joe right there? Well, and, edition, and, medium dark. We want to talk about this bag, too, because it's <laughs> the, the Internet trolls are blowing blowing up, especially on the, the Facebook. Uh, we did a little 15-second ad. You've probably seen it. I don't know, a couple hundred thousand people have seen it. 
the the whole point of the Trader Joe series, and now there's going to be four bags. Bag number two was shut down and be, be simply because we had foreign and uh, foreign faces on there, and the yeah. legal team said no. But <laughs> what we wanted to do was we wanted to make sure that we're politically incorrect but factually accurate. So if you look at that bag, our graphic designer who is phenomenal, everything on that bag, all those little Easter eggs are true. Yeah, there's that's the one thing that we when we set out when I set out to and started Minimum Coffee, I never realized how many other coffee companies there were out there. Yeah, I'm not out to compete against anybody. What I want to do is I want to bring and we've said this before, bring the Constitution back to the conversation. Yeah. So the Constitution, coffee and the conversation. Every time this guy opens his mouth, it's more content. Right, yep. but you look at you've you've got the 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 Chinook taken off out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan. You've got the flag. You've got the the injections and everything that's going on in America you today. Mean, you got the kid in a cage. You got the kid in a cage, and that's factually <laughs> accurate. And again, we have we run through. We want to make sure that we're sparking that conversation because I don't want to give up on this country. I want to try to wake as many people up. Yeah. And if coffee can do it, by God, that's what we're going to well, do. And you and I were talking about it. Like, again, I've always said that if Washington, D.C. or whatever bureaucracy, administration, whoever keeps writing the jokes, I'm going to keep telling them. <laughs> right. And, and you and I have talked about it. I said, you know, it's not politics. It's 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 not political. It's patriotic. Right. Correct. But every now and then you take a little foray because the jokes just write themselves, as you said. So, you know, this is this is and we're going to talk later on in the show about some of these jokes that write themselves. But this is one of those deals where you're capitalizing off of that. And, and you know, only in America, it, it, because, again, you just alluded to it. You said right. you've had characters you were going to put on the back like you can't put Xi Jinping no. on the back. No, absolutely not. Your legal not. team said. Absolutely, yeah. They said you don't have enough legal, or we don't have enough legal expertise to do what you want to do on this bag to protect you from the international. Because China threat. would come after you. Oh yeah, uh, and so would the other country. Yeah, yeah. So there we are. I mean, the fact that you can do what you do in America, right? In uh, the fact that you had the balls <laughs> to want to do that, sure. Uh, I like that right there makes me want to drink Minutemen coffee for the rest of my life. Well, I'm just trying to figure out when in the hell did it become so taboo to love our country? Yeah. That I think if, if anything pisses me off more than that, or all these multicolored liberal trolls sitting in their mom and dad's basement, you know, with nothing else better to do, attacking guys like you and I yeah. and the threats and all the garbage that comes along with it. Look, I'm not going to apologize for, for anything. I'm not going to apologize for my love of this country. Yeah. My my father served two tours in Vietnam. I, I served eight years in the Naval Reserve. My son's still stationed in Korea. Most of my friends are veterans. This was a 2 a.m. project that I woke up one day and went wait a second mm. something's got to give yeah we've got to get the word out there and that's and that's 2 a.m is usually when the best ideas Absolutely. come it's usually you know i, I at, at 50 years of age i go to sleep on the toilet and visit <laughs> the bed five times a night right <laughs> i'm so, not there yet <laughs> so that so I, all my best ideas come while right. i'm in the in the bathroom middle of the night but uh that's where the genius comes from and the average person looks at it and says it's coffee what's the big deal right the big deal is you built a platform that creates a bigger message, right? Yes. People look at folks that are entrepreneurial and say, oh, you guys are wasting time. Or here's the funny one. You have too much time on your hands. Oh, good Lord. And I'm like, nowadays I say, yeah, to go stand in line at the bank to make deposits. You know, and so that's the thing because it's the crazy people out there and you're a crazy person. And I love that about you who come up with these ideas that for some they're triggering, but oh, yeah. for others, 
some folks with common sense just so say hey we can have a good time we can poke the bear a little bit we can have some fun doing it right and enjoy good coffee at the same time right and and it's a good conversation but you i mean you get a lot of hate oh my god yeah it it is insane how much well we get compared to some of the bigger companies ones that just went public recently especially after kyle rittenhouse yeah um and so that's where everything started really blowing up and and were we were we prepared for that for the most part we were so you were Um, guilty by association just because you're a a patriotic Uh, no i'm guilty by even associating with you now yeah thank god oh i know it's it's insane (laughs) um but the 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 phone calls we get and the emails and you just go into our facebook page um you know i think it's at minimum i mean they instagram just canceled us um for the second time at the first time was over we were just about to hit thirty thousand followers and gone like a fart in the wind um just what last tuesday or wednesday we woke up we were having a um a a meeting with the creative team and and we went to go log in and was like where the hell it went and we were hacked again and see that's you're trying to do business i was just i was somewhere yesterday and i i looked up a a video popped up Mm mm-hmm that I did back in 2017 that had 35 million views on it. It had been shared 776,000 times. Those are real numbers. Those are real numbers, yeah. Uh, And now you're hard-pressed to get 100,000 views on something, right? right? The censorship is so strong. The fact that these companies, and yeah, they're private companies, they could do what they want to do, but they are specifically targeting people who are trying to build a business who have a message and have something that they want to use a platform for. And you, you, you fell victim to that, obviously. Yeah. And so, and that's fine, but the, the reality of it all, and again, the reality of this is that for the first time in human history, the beta males have had the, have the power to control the alpha males yeah. and they it they're they're power hungry they're that they're that blood they're in that bloodlust stage and they're realizing how the how they can do this and they don't want to give up that power and all we're trying to do is spread the message of liberty spread the message of freedom spread the message of the constitution and the history that that surrounds that and what our forefathers did that's all we want to do is to bring that back because i'll tell you what i have children we have we don't know we're the same age but the fact is that we have children and grandchildren that are going to grow up in a country that they don't even know what rights they've lost mm-hmm. i will i will literally fall on the sword for that to protect that yeah absolutely and you do it you know you you absolutely keep that message in the forefront of everything you're doing everything we do and i hear people who have these business ah you know these little ploys that they do and you're like do they really believe that you and i've had enough conversations i know I know, I know where you're coming from, and 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 you're kind of behind enemy lines where you are in the state of Washington. Yeah, we're up in the communist state of Washington. Yeah, yes, we and, are. And, I, and every time I say that, people say, "Well, there's good people in Washington." Oh, well, there are. Well, there's good people in hell too. Okay, but uh, based on those standards, and there are good people in in Washington and even Oregon and California. We know that, but but by and large, it's it's just kind of it's under that grasp, right? It is. And it's very frustrating because, you know, like we were, we were talking earlier, it's almost like the entire West Coast governors get together and on Monday morning licking the windows going, OK, how can we screw up everybody's lives this week? <laughs> yeah. And it's incredibly frustrating. And, and but we, yeah, we are behind enemy lines and, you know, we are looking actively at moving Miniman Coffee down into the great state of Texas. Come on, baby. Because, you know, I'm from Lubbock. 
Yeah. And so awesome. I'm from Lubbock. My, my parents went to Lubbock Christian. They decided my I had my mom's side down in San Diego. My dad's side was up in the Spokane area in, in eastern Washington. And my parents went, no, we're not going to move either. So they actually, I, I grew up in the Portland metro area, which is like the armpit of Seattle now. Cause, yeah. But it's just, it's sad to see how far um, we've come as a country, and especially up in the northwest of these cities, with everything yeah. that's going on. And I will uh, remind everybody on October 28th, I will be back in Everett, Washington for a show, though. I, 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 every now and then I, I, I invade, I, I show up, and the good <laughs> I, folks show up. Right. They, they and I'm looking forward to being a part of that. That's going to yeah. be fun. We're going to have fun that weekend. It'll, it will be good. Yeah. It's always a good time. I, uh, you were, you were, um, and we talk more about this later on, but you were there at the Vegas shooting. Yes, I was. I mean, you you were right in the thick of that, right in the heat of it. Yeah, my wife and I were 55 feet from the stage on the, well, if you're looking out towards, we're on the left, we're in the VIP section. Yeah. Our backs were to the boulevard. Yep. Wow. Yeah. The woman sitting next to my wife uh, took a round of the head and didn't make it, obviously. Um, If you go back, what video footage is left, um, I'm the big, big guy that pulled the, uh, the officer back from behind the wall. He took a round of the neck. That was me on video, and as a, I'm a fire medic as well, yeah. And so my training kicked in, and that was an interesting night to say the least. To say the least, yeah. To and say the considering least. now that the uh, investigative reporter who was just about to release his five year study on what really happened was killed in his in his front yard just what last D- week, two weeks ago, two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. So it's wild, dude. It's yeah, it's, it's crazy. Wild. See, this is why the FBI comes to your office six times this year already. Six times, six FBI. Times. We, I actually have up on my wall. I have, I have this little frame, and it's like when they come in, it's like, all right, guys, put it up on the wall. And the funny thing is, most of the guys are they're just there to tell me who's, you know, putting up those reports. It's insane. Any any coffee company that has the FBI visit, yeah. You should support them. <laughs> I, I, that's just my in in this day and age, what yeah. we're living in. It, yeah, and and I don't wear it as a badge of honor or anything. It's frustrating because these guys are just as frustrated as we are. Um, but it's you know it's from comments that I've make or or you know free men don't ask for permission, right? Ever. And so having conversations with different people and passing and, and then all of a sudden we get a phone call and next thing you know, agents are showing up at the door. It's like, come on back. Let's have the conversation. I'm looking at tattoos and uh, you were 19th group. Well, yeah. Did you or did you not swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic? Well, yeah. And you're sitting here in my roastery interrupting business, telling me what I can and can't say. Yeah. And they're like, they, and the funny thing, the first time they actually opened up their binder and they had one of our pocket constitutions and the guy's like, dude, we're, we're, we're customers. Wow. Well, okay. Then you just lit a fire under my ass. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop pushing the constitution. I'm not going to stop. Like I said, I'll fall on the sword. And by the way, I am not suicidal. <laughs> okay. Anybody out there, guys, get that on, get that in writing. <laughs> Never in my life I ever contemplated suicide. I've been through too much, and so and I don't have that much dirt on the on the Clintons, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. So the the reality is is that I'm I'm pissed at the point where uh, we can't even love our country anymore. We're considered the traitors now, and it's like 1933, 1934 all over again. It's pissing amazing. me off. All right, we're going to go to a break. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get into today. Uh, listen, I want to remind you about the. Uh, 
three-week rule. It may be the best financial advice ever. You want to ask, what is the three-week rule? Well, it's three weeks to buy a new car, three weeks to refinance your home mortgage, three weeks to finance any major purchase. And the reason three weeks is because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score, an average of 61 points. And listen, 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands in pretty much everything you finance. So uh, the ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy, it takes about a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. So how many points can you add to your credit score? Be sure to visit scoremaster.com slash Chad. They'll give you a special seven-day trial that I got just for you. Scoremaster.com slash Chad. Again, scoremaster.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. We're playing musical, sh- just musical chairs, musical shit show. I don't know what it is anymore. Uh, <laughs> now in the hot seat, Scott Husing, the uh, author of Echo and Armadi. And you know what I love about you? I know you've read at least one book. Because anybody that's written one book surely has at least read one book, right? Yes, so you're an educated true. man. No. <laughs> no. I never claim that, you know. How are you, buddy? Good, good. It's always good to be back down here in Texas. You know, this is whatever month this is. I've been to Texas every month this year for for yeah. some reason or another. Not just to do great shows like this, but <laughs> with, with our uh, nonprofit work we're doing, like we're continually tied down here. And I tell you, my love for the Texas culture continues to grow as I'm actively recruited to move from California down here. But yeah, everybody's coming to Texas. Oh God, we just. We continue to get so much support for our veteran tribe down here in Texas. I can't ever say no, and it's just just mind blowing the type of support we get. It's great. What are you What are you doing? What's it, tell everybody about your nonprofit, SaveTheBrave.org. Um, for those who follow the show, have seen us come through. I think uh, last time we were in, we were doing the ride for the brave. I was yeah. riding my Harley across country, and we ambushed Chad on the way back. We had about thirty or forty Harleys in the parking lot outside, and. Uh, that ride has just kind of taken off and it's become this Forrest Gump-like event where people show up at each city. This year we did nine cities, nine days, rolled through Dallas again, uh, Marty B's in Bartonville, hit Houston again this year, picked up that city, and we raised over $52,000 to support SaveTheBrave.org, who connects veterans who struggle in post-traumatic stress. And the whole, the whole time we're riding, thousands of people are coming out to support at each yeah. city and event not just to give their money uh but really help support what we're doing and that is to prevent veteran suicide not just wave a flag and raise awareness but we're trying to create an opportunity in a safe space for veterans to really connect and then show them that they can do this like you could start a podcast or a show or you could be an author you could open a restaurant and empower them to be great at what they're great at and the people that come out and support that understand that that's how we continue to serve our veteran community. And you know, I, I was in the Marines for 24 years, 10 deployments, and I think I'm really lucky because I'm surrounded by so many great people. And a lot of those people just are here in Texas. And a lot of my Marines were from Texas that fought under my command in Ramadi. So we just have been driving that train. Uh, I'm still writing. I'm working on two other books right now and, and a documentary film. That's awesome. Um, and. I think again, you know, at the beginning and the end of every day, if you're not if you're not helping other people, you're not helping yourself. And 
Let's go back. Let's talk about it because I was on an airplane a couple of years ago. I was on an airplane and, and I look across the aisle and, and party foul Steve, who's traveling with me at the time, I look over and he's reading. He's reading a book, and I was like, "This is what's something's up, right?" And he was yep. reading Echo and Ramadi, and uh, he goes, I, "I can't tell you the last time I've read a book." And I was like, "Yeah, no kidding." And but I mean, he was just glued to it, and he was until he got all the way through the thing. And uh, the, what was the purpose of the book? What was the point of the book? And how's the book doing now? I mean, how, how what's the messaging there? Well, the the book's been doing great. I mean, we we've been in I think third or fourth printing, and uh, I never expected that type of response. But yeah. um, it, it's really a testament to the type of support we get just from total strangers is probably the best testimony you could get. And um, you know, we were um, I was texting a good friend of mine. We were at dinner with our guests here in the studio, and uh, we were talking about Jack Carr's work. And uh, yeah. I did a short video. And I sent it to Jack. And I said these are the best testimonies. I know you understand it, and uh, that's that's true for anybody who writes uh, fiction or nonfiction, and when you pick the scab open and you bleed in the cover of 300 pages, you yeah. get it. And you've written, you know it, you're a smart guy. Yeah, so, I'm pretty smart. It's, uh, you know, it's, yeah. He says that with such conviction. I take it? a lot of leads from Chad, yeah, uh, sure. texting and advice. But <laughs> now, it's, I, uh, uh, I, it's a great book. I encourage everybody to get it. I mean, for those of you who yeah. don't know the history there, I mean, it was one of the it was the bloodiest battle in the in the war. Uh, yeah. You know, there in Ramadi, and you were there. You were a part of that. And uh, it's a great story. It's a great tale. It's a great. It's life. It's real life. You lived it, and you were there. And and then out of that, you have brought so much life um, to these causes and the things you've done. You know, so. You know, I, I kind of live vicariously through you sometimes. I'll see you out on the boat, and you've got the veterans out there with you, and y'all yep. are catching some really great fish and just doing cool things yeah. that, you know, that are just – and then riding the bike. You know, I, like you said, you know, it's like you're constantly on a transcontinental bike ride, you know. You're on a, on a motorcycle, and these thousands of people just show up. It, get, getting together and, and connecting people is, is really something I've enjoyed, not, not just through the writing, but being a veteran, but also getting – tied into so many different circles from our first responders and people in media, insurance companies, funeral business, you name it. Once you reach out and they bring you in, I, I tell you, it, it's it's overwhelming. And the message we were sharing this year as we did the ride was that connection and really telling everybody else that throughout history, every culture has had this warrior class from yeah. Spartans to the samurai to the Apache to our modern day military. And every time that those cultures who raised and educated and cared for those young warriors when they sent them out to fight the battles that they were either unwilling or incapable to do when they came back and opened that gate they welcomed in with open arms and that's something that this <clears throat> culture in America is missing yeah. and as we are just passing you know the 21st anniversary of 911 we were doing some panel discussions with some other authors and we were, we were talking about that because it's important to remind people of those milestones, not just through your work and your writing, but staying on it and, and not being apologetic for caring about what you fight for in this country. And I think that we've we've seen that time and again, and, and God forbid we would have to crash a couple planes into more buildings to right. smack America in the face and say, look, the best thing about America and the reason that people signed up and fought for in this 20-year war that we just ended was because they love this country yeah. and america is best when it's united yeah and you know that day after 9-11 really really showed the strength of this country and it is waning in certain uh, areas uh, 
I'm, I'm an optimist, as you know, a pragmatic optimist, right. and, and I like to see the best in people. But I think by sharing those positive messages, too, you really bring people into the fold and, and you breed that commonality and, and mutual understanding of different points of views. And I think that's important. Well, I want, I want to go ahead and let everybody kind of behind the fourth wall and just tell you what we're planning. So I, I want you guys to hang for the rest of the show. I'm, we're going we're gonna to talk about this beta soy cuck <laughs> blue checkmark Twitter culture that we've developed in America later on in the show. And I want to get into that and if I can twist y'all's arm to get you to hang around. We'll just keep taping into tomorrow's episode as well because there's a lot of stuff I want to unpack. But, uh, you know, you look at, um, as you say, that warrior mentality, right? And it's largely lost. Like right now, the military can't meet any quota for recruitment, right? The idea of being a voluntary military right mm-hmm. now is, is we're losing that. People don't want to be a part of a woke military, right? They don't want to do that. Um, and if you look at, you mentioned Jack Carr. You, you look, you know, he just did the, the miniseries, not miniseries, but the season of, you know, the terminal list, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt sent it. Of course, people love to hate Chris Pratt for whatever reason. And you read some of the reviews. The viewers love it. The critics, on the other hand, they re- they see Jack Carr's show and they go, oh, this is just some of that MAGA revenge lust fantasy stuff. And it's like, really? If we come so far that, a, that an action adventure, you kill my wife and daughter and I'm going to come get every one of your asses. Like, we really are triggered by that yeah. in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about being an optimistic pragmatist and, and uh, you know, I look at it, I'm more of a cynic, right? I'm a passionate person that's tired of being disappointed. Uh, I think Don's a little bit of a cynic too. This as I've gotten to know him, I, you look at it and you're just like, yeah. I just want to snap somebody's neck, right? Mm-hmm. Which I can't do that. I'm weak, but I, I know guys like you. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we know guys exactly. like you. <laughs> exactly. I know. Right. The, I know. You know, Clint Emerson and Jack Carr and, right. and yeah. Scott Husing and all these guys that are out there. Mike Ritland. I, I know guys that can kill you. You know, I I don't want to get my hands dirty. But do you think, I mean, honestly, and we're going to talk about this some more, you know, the future of America, when you look at it, can we toughen up? What's it going to take to toughen us up? Well, you're talking about the, the effects of a lot of the things that are happening on the social landscape and the political landscape that impact the military, which makes up less than one half of 1% of the entire country, 330 million people. And those are the young men and women that raise their hand to volunteer. Right. So there are second and third order effects of what's happening in the erosion of confidence in military leaders uh, and and what they're doing within the military is uh, a petri dish so to speak as for social experimentation and everybody understands it there's no place for that in that type of organization mm-hmm. and right. when they start focusing those things on those areas of uh, you know diversification and, and quota based systems instead of focusing on war fighting capabilities mm. to defend this nation everything else falls second place and we can't have that we just can't because that's going to erode everything else that we enjoy from economic stability which you know is the whole foundation of our democracy and it's not about american democracy there's only one flavor and if we don't have capable young well-trained people to do that and we do i I still again being a pragmatic optimist we have the best well-equipped well-trained smartest fighting force on the planet Make no bones about it. So anybody who lose some sleep tonight, you're not. They're still out there. And they're they're these young millennials, this younger generation. We're 50 now. We have to have confidence in those young men and women because they're the ones on the street, in the cop cars, on the rails of those ships, kicking doors in in third world countries, helping people. That's who's out there. So if you're not supporting them, 
you got to wake up and understand that you got to share those lessons in business and in life, yeah. in your right. career, uh, and not just the wins, yeah. but the losses. Man, I, I screwed up a lot, you know, and I, I share that unabashedly, and you know that. Yeah, like we, we talk about education. Like I gr- barely graduated high school with one point two four GPA. <laughs> I, I, I fared a little better in the latter years, but um, you know it's only because I surround myself with smart people, right? So that may be the reason I, you know, I try and make myself look better than I actually am. You do a good job of it. Well, thanks. You do a good job of it. A <laughs> uh, lot of lot of stuff to get into when we come back in this next segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna trigger everybody and, and talk about just an example of what's wrong with this country right now. Uh, hey, folks, if you want to know uh, what the left's real plan is for your kids i want you to look at uh the reaction to the work patriot mobile did in multiple school districts right here in texas the left is losing their minds uh patriot mobile is america's only christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values this is because they take a portion of your bill and they fund conservative causes and even candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. I want you to go to patriotmobile.com chat, or you can call them, 972-PATRIOT. Uh, get a free activation with the offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join the movement, make the switch today, and uh, you make a difference for tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or call them 972-PATRIOT and use code CHAD. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, welcome back to the show. It's that time where we take an opportunity to attempt to wax eloquent. Folks, I want to take you on a trip to the magical kingdom that lies to the north. Now, I know what you're thinking. Santa's workshop. Uh, We're going to the North Pole. No, my friends, we're headed to a place twice as fantastic and three times as imaginary. Canada. That's right, Canada. I want to pay a visit to a high school and in particular to the woodshop class of that high school, Oakville Trafalgar High School in Ontario, to be precise. And I'm going to show you a video in a second, but I feel the need to set it up a little bit. The high school has come out in defense of their recently transitioned shop teacher (laughs) who fancies himself having gone from a man to, well, just take a look at the video. Chris, play it. Wow. Look at those. Look at those. I mean, first of all, you look at that video and you think maybe they're going to chop a thumb off. No, 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 no. Wow. Look at those things. Yeah. That's a man, man. All right. I've seen enough. Now, for those of you who are only listening, this is why you need to subscribe to Blaze TV, because it was a man in a long, poorly fitting wig standing in front of and demonstrating how to use a uh, a saw and in possession of the largest set of titties I've ever seen. And friends, I have seen some titties in my life. Holy shit. Yeah, friends and neighbors. Listen, somebody get this guy a better bra. Uh, you better make it out of industrial grade steel or something. I mean, steel belted. You want those things wrapped. Sometimes you hear people refer to big boobs as bowling balls, but that's usually hyperbole. These things are more like basketballs. In fact, even if the story hadn't referred to them as prosthetic breasts, I'd know because there's no way that dude even has that much skin. I mean, do you really start out with that? Is that where you go? I mean, wouldn't it make more sense to start out with a set of itty bitties? I mean, at least until you got used to them. You know, you don't know what that's gonna do to your back. 
And it's not lost upon me and shouldn't be lost on you either that this man is a wood shop teacher. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's around sharp and dangerous equipment all the time. Imagine being one of his students. And when you left on Friday, your shop teacher was a man. You come back on Monday, he's turned himself into what? An alien who had never seen a woman but only heard of them and what it might draw a woman to look like. And he's hauling around a couple of Buicks in his sweater. And then he nicks one of those puppies on a drill bit and goes flying around the room like a deflating balloon. I want to circle back to the fact that he's wearing a wig that clearly doesn't fit properly. And the real controversy here is whether this dude is the poster boy for disastrous woodshop experiences or the poster girl. Either way, it's nonsensical. But the school is standing by this teacher. That's right. The school is standing by this teacher, determined to make sure that he remains able to wake up every day looking over the hills and down the treasure trail. Now, I can't say that makes me happy. But I'm so amused by it that it's hard to get too mad. Ontario parents, if you're allowed to be listening, (laughs) get your kids out of public school. In fact, get out of Canada if you can, while you can. It's cold. The people are too friendly. And your government is, if this is even possible, crazier than ours. Now, in the meantime, I will say that there's a positive here for this woodshop teacher. Canada has free health care so when the inevitable back problems you're going to develop surface you'll at least be able to get it taken care of within a few years enjoy your wood ah boys um hmm. where you want to go with that one scott husing oh man the content you guys pull in here (laughs) just had you seen that video before no no no. just when i think it's going to get a little perverse in california out there like i come down to texas and you don't disappoint me dude we scour the interwebs oh my god my head's hurting that, yeah. that that was I I'm looking at that going what that oh yeah. no 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 that's that's a lot going that's on a lot right there. going on so I saw that video and I was like is this a woman like is it? and then I realized okay no it's a dude who and you look at this video like those are good God that's a whole other human like he like he has a student in his sweater like that that I don't know what's going on when I look at this thing right here and. What? <laughs> who can forget about the nipples? And I'll be honest with you. Those of you who know me know that I would look at them. I would want to see them. Just a little inspection, right? Oh. You've heard me say over again, if I will motorboat Nancy Pelosi, I will look at that guy's tits. <laughs> I'll do it. I will do it. And again, you can't hold Scott or Don responsible for my words here. I don't. They're probably ass men anyway. But I'm just telling you that I don't care if you're 110 years old. you got to pull your skirt up and show me the tips of the nips at the knees. I'm looking. This guy, wow. I mean, he just went on to the to the triple K's oh, right there. I, I think of all the videos that don't make the cut that Chris and Matt. Know, Chris, Chris is demented, dude. Chris finds this stuff. Oh, like he's brother. on he's on the ticks and the talks and the all the videos that are out there. And oh. I'm like, what in the F is going on wow. around here? I so. hope you pay him well. Dude, I have nothing to do with that. I have nothing to do with that. I take no responsibility for the stuff oh. that comes it's on. It's just mind boggling. It's just, that's, that's just, <laughs> but, literally, that's just mind-boggling that... But we live in a world, and I want you to do you, okay? I do. Right. Until, until, now, if you start influencing kids in a certain way... That's where I draw the that, line. That's a problem, that's right? A problem. I don't care if you're in drag. I don't care what you... Dra- right. I don't care if you fart glitter and wear butterfly wings. I don't care. You start including kids, and we're seeing more and more of this stuff. And you have to look at that and say, okay, this is a teacher who all of a sudden... I mean, would they be okay if you just dressed as a clown and came to school one day and just that's just i'm just gonna identify as a clown from now on i would think they wouldn't be okay with that because that's a distraction mm-hmm. it's a distraction um 
I mean, ah, wow, that's a lot. We have a school up in up in the in Washington, and apparently they're letting the kids come as cats, and oh, yeah. they're letting them defecate. Yeah, in they got litter, litter boxes. Litter boxes, furries. and I I read that just last furries. week. Yeah, well, what do they call them? Furries. Now, I, well, that, yeah. furries a whole other thing. That's a, yeah, yeah. These people are like I forget what they call them because we did a segment on that too, Chris, where we talked oh, about it. they got places where they can go, you know, shit in a box. Yeah, it's right there in our backyard, and I, I, I read that, and when it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, no, this none of this is making any sense. No. None of this makes sense. So what I say is, when it comes to like what a lot of the kids are doing with the transgenderism and stuff, is, is you know, we had the, 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 the goth and the punk rock, and then sure. we had the emos and the furries and, and all these different things, and now and kids have always struggled to find their identity, and now the end thing to do is say, well, I'm a different gender. They've weaponized it. They, well, they have. That's exactly and, what and it is. And weaponized it by simply trying to normalize it. Right. That's, that's what I mean by weaponized. But, I mean, you go back because we're all the same age. We're all, you know, late 80s, early 90s growing up. I mean, I remember all of that, the hair and, you know, all that crazy crap. But now with this whole transgenderism thing, they're weaponizing it because they realize that kids are struggling for their identity, struggling for who they are, where they're going to be in society, and, they, and they're going after them, and it, yeah. it's, it's sick. Well, I have people that send me messages and say, why are you picking on these people? And I'm like, well, I, I'm just pointing it out. It's like people need to be exposed to what's going on in the world, they right? Do. And and my thing is, okay, look, you're going to do it. You're living out loud. Then I should be able to speak out loud about these things, especially when it comes to kids being involved. Um, and it's like, you don't want me to talk about it? Quit doing it. <laughs> I mean, I, again, my whole thing, you've been to one of my shows. Yeah. I, I I don't care if you're gay, straight, black, white, fat, skinny, male, female, trans. I don't care. I'm making fun of you across the board. I'm making fun of everybody. I make fun of myself. I get to mock. That's in the job description. Yeah. That's what we do. But this is wild. And this is a weird world we're living in that uh, we just try to normalize this crazy stuff. So you talk about the military and just the, the weakening of, of not only humanity, but specifically masculinity and um, – God, I, mean, I think the most important aspect, from my, from my opinion, is 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 balancing. I don't care when you do it, whatever it is your inclination is, but when you start including that as part of the curriculum, and that means they're taking something away. So yeah. if you don't have the core fundamentals of the educational based system and what's important from history, math, we're, we're creating a dumber society. Yeah, and there's going to be long term effects when you start removing those pieces. When you start making more time for ancillary uh non-important yeah. topics to discuss in a whatever it is now a seven hour classroom schedule uh, yeah. at every level and this is starting at the elementary level yeah and it's being infused into high school and college programs which is that's probably as a taxpayer uh, more of a concern for me than what type of wig you're wearing or what type of clothes <laughs> right. you wear because in the military chad you know this we are the most inclusive organization on the planet we're the smallest as i mentioned earlier but we're the most racially ethnically gender diverse group and every single day we come together and we are solely focused on one thing mission accomplishment right. and we do that despite all of those differences because we just come together and we understand that hey these things can be happening but yeah. we we have to do these other things in order to stay alive on the battlefield and and prepare for war it's a crazy world. It is. Uh, folks, we were talking about during the break, hair loss can be tough. Don? No, I mean, it's not. I mean, look at Don. Embrace, for some embrace guys, the suck. Look, look, how, look, how liber look how liberating it is. 
He says, why don't you just go ahead and shave it off? I've shave done it, it many times. <laughs> but uh, there's folks out there that don't want to. You don't want to lose the hair you have, right? And uh, you don't know what to do about it. So uh, I recommend Keeps. Keeps is clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online, whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you do have. Your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop personalized hair-saving routines that work for you. It's easy. You don't have to wait in the doctor's office or the pharmacy. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. Half the cost, folks. If you have questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. If those balding jokes are wearing thin, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit Keeps dot com slash loss get 50 percent off your order that's keeps k-e-e-p-s dot com keeps dot com slash loss we'll be right back Be, uh, before we go any further, I encourage people to go to MinutemenCoffee.com. Minutemen, that's men, Minutemen, men, men, men. <laughs> it's very toxic. MinutemenCoffee.com. And I, just for you know shits and giggles, use promo code CHAD. All right? So they'll know where, where, where you came from and save you a little money on it as well. And, of course, SaveTheBrave.org with Scott. And uh, make sure that you support both of these gentlemen. They're doing a fantastic thing, uh, you know, helping people as well as educating people and uh, having fun doing it. And like I said, Scott, you're doing it in a cool way. Yeah. Right? And both yeah. of you are, actually. I mean, yeah. you've got – hand me these hand me these cups, right, these pods right here. The uh, Don't Tread on Me pods for the you know anybody's got the you know the little thing that you put your little coffee cups in the little pods in there and you make your coffee i don't like saying the name brands because whatever but uh i'm at a point now like i was uh, i had the whole thing where i was grinding the beans and i was pressing the deal and all that and then i got divorced and so now i do this okay this is where i'm at okay (laughs) i I hit the keurig and bam there it is (laughs) one button and i'm happy but uh this is good stuff minutemencoffee.com and also uh minutemen coffee company yeah. on instagram yeah so we had that's to, the new one yeah we had to move over to our backup minutemen coffee company yeah right we're Which still tra- long but that was it's deal, longer yeah. but we're trying again you know the whole meta or whatever they're calling themselves this week yeah. we've been fighting them for the last two weeks to get it back and they're like yeah we're filtering you if you don't like it take your business elsewhere yeah. and we're like so we're, we're but it is minutemen coffee company and uh, that's on instagram follow them and uh scott you you're uh, still echo and ramadi right on instagram yes, sir. Huh? yep at Echo in Ramadi. Yeah. So uh, tons of stuff. It was, so we do something on here where, and Chris has been gone. Chris has been gone. I'm glad he's back. Because I miss that little laugh over there. That, you know, He keeps his head down, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear him scream every now and then. Um, and he likes to show me the TikToks. I, I don't really get on TikTok because, I, I listen, again, it's not being philosophically or politically opposed to it, and I am, but once I get on it, I can't get off. Because I just watch people do stupid stuff for an hour and a half, you know, 15 seconds at a time. But Chris always plays a TikTok that I've never seen. Uh, and I'm anxious to see what he's got for us today because I want y'all's reaction to it as well. Play it. I've gotten a few variations of this comment. And so I figured I would just take a moment to talk about it in a quick video. Also, I was like dressed really cute and I'm wearing my pronoun shirt. So I was like, it's perfect. Let's do it. So for pronunciation, MX is pronounced like mix, like you're mixing things together. So it's mixed sequel. Um, and when it comes to like introducing it to students, honestly, I um, don't really do too much with it. 
When students come to my door, uh, my placard right outside my door says Mick Siegel and then my room number. Uh, my syllabus, I put Mick Siegel. My email is, signature says Mick Siegel, um, as well as having my pronouns in parentheses. So whenever kids come in, they see my name on the door, they see my name on my syllabus. If they've emailed me, if parents have emailed me, they see that. So they'll ask, oh, how should I refer to you? And I'll say Mick Siegel is what you can use. And you can also just drop Mix and drop the honorific in general and just call me Siegel. That's what most of my students do really, especially the ones that are in theater that are around me all the time or students that I've looped with. Most of them have just been like, hey Siegel, how's it going? All right, there you go. I'm glad you guys got that stuff cleared up. Uh, you know, and that's a teacher, by the way. Obviously You're kidding, you put that together. right? That's a teacher? That's a teacher who wants to make sure that these kids don't know their multiplication tables. They just make sure that he's referring, that was a he, right? Uh, he was dressed really cute. I don't know if you caught that. He said he, he was dressed really cute today. Because <laughs> that's the shit that matters. <laughs> what? I'm really not. I, I'm, I don't think I am. <laughs> Don, I, you're I, cute. I, I'm looking at this going, okay, that, that's my wife picked this out. Hey, th throw a clip of, that, of the mix back up there again. Right. Come on. Uh, throw a little clip. Just show him. And let's see. If you could pull like a screenshot, any one of them right there, because I think the mix was wearing a uh, look. There you go, wearing the little open thing, just like you, Don. Oh, so good lord! You guys have <laughs> oh, good lord! You, you guys know, must have I, called I, each I, other. <clears throat> and I have no problem wearing pink because I'm very secure in my masculinity. Oh yeah, yeah. Usually the right? guys that say that are the ones. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's that's a teacher. That's a teacher, and that was the point. He's trying to make sure his students call him by the right thing, that the parents and their emails and all that are referred to. And see, this is the thing that bugs me. It's like, like you said, Scott, you're not teaching. It, why? I, I mean, you know, my dad, when he coached Little League, he said, you can call me Mr. Prather, you can call me coach. Period. And that was Period. the end of that conversation. My father never felt the need to get on TikTok and talk about how he's identified. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, we yeah. don't do that. Yep. Hey, give somebody, show somebody a sign of respect and move on. Ah, crazy, dude. It's crazy. I'm going to check out that syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where, and people keep telling me, they're like, it's not, that's not really happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's happening. This well, is what's going on. He was a drama teacher, isn't that what I gleaned from that? Well, I got a lot of drama yeah. from it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's definitely hitting the Endless hitting material. Marks. Yeah. It just never, it never endless. stops. And yes, we do grab that small percentage of humanity out there that's purely insane. But it's getting bigger and bigger yeah. with more and more justifications to it. So, oh. uh, listen, here's what we haven't talked about today. So I want you all to stick around. We're going to keep taping for tomorrow's episode, which will be Tuesday. I call that Monday's Hangover. We haven't talked about the Martha's Vineyard invasion. we got to talk about this yeah, thing. Yeah, we do. Got to talk about that. We haven't talked about uh, Beto's recent little uh, campaign ad that he did on social media. There's a number of different things that uh, we haven't talked about. Like last night, Joe Biden completely owned himself in his uh, interview on television. And so we've got to talk about that stuff. And I want to encourage you guys, go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad to save on an annual subscription. We're not done. We're going to do some little bookkeeping. When we come back, we got another minute. Do not leave. We'll be right back.
CB. All right, so let's uh, remind everybody, MinutemenCoffee.com, use promo code CHAD, and then, of course, SaveTheBrave.org. Scott and Don, y'all are going to be back with us tomorrow, and uh, we're just going to keep rolling into this thing because we got some clips I want to play you guys and just absolute insanity of the world we're living in. And we'll try to keep it away from the multicolored hair people and all that kind of stuff and show you things like the actual president of the United States and the guy that's running on the Democratic ticket in Texas to be the next governor. Uh, it's crazy on stuff like that. Uh, but thanks, guys, for being on. Thanks yeah, for hanging thanks out. Thanks for having us. Don't move. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I might, uh, I don't know, I'm going to get another cup of coffee yep. and uh, maybe put some whiskey in it or something. I've never put tequila in coffee. Maybe I'll try oh. that. Let's see. Be, hey, 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 hey. You can put vitamin A in anything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we wrote us, CJ and I did a song the other day that went crazy viral. Millions of people have now watched yeah, it. Our, uh, I our, told you. Um, didn't invasion I tell you? of Martha's Vineyard. Did I not tell yeah. you that when you posted that, it's going to go platinum? Oh, yeah. And we're going to see it hanging on the wall, man. It's crazy. That's going to be awesome. It's crazy. Uh, but anyway, make sure that you guys are subscribed. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. And then go shopping at uh, ChadOnBlaze.com. And again, don't forget, watch Chad.com. Uh, just coming up, I've got uh, Fredericksburg, Texas. There's a few tickets left for that show Friday night. And they're going to be in Godly, Texas on the 1st of October. That's going to be a packed house as well. So get your tickets and tons of other stuff coming up everywhere from South Carolina, Washington, North Carolina, Florida. We're bouncing all over the country, uh, including Illinois. We're going to Quincy, Illinois. So fun stuff. We'll see you tomorrow night. We love you. God bless you. And talk to you then. Bye. Quincy.